Hi everyone and a very warm welcome to the Learning Journeys podcast from Lacuna Learning. This is Thinking Out Loud episode 3. In these episodes I share a short reflection on something that is going on for me right now or perhaps something that has been sparked for me from one of our podcast guests. They are Thinking Out Loud episodes as they are ideas that I have definitely not fully thought through. They are kind of partially formed and working through them. That means I'll almost certainly go off on tangents. So I'd love it if people got in touch between episodes to share their own reflections and perhaps to help me to put some of my thoughts together, perhaps in a a more coherent way. So before I jump into this Thinking Out Loud episode, I want to thank everyone for listening and subscribing. I'm just always amazed, surprised and humbled by the response we've had. And I just want to give a quick shout out to our listeners from across the world. We've got some new ones. In particular, our new listeners from Ukraine, Switzerland and Saudi Arabia, as well as new listeners from in Australia, from Western Australia. I think it was the only part of Australia we hadn't had listeners from yet, so it's so great to have had people from all over that part of the country listening in. I'm obviously very much at the mercy of podcast analytics, so if I missed anybody out, then please give me a shout, as it'd be great to get to know you all. And if there are people that you'd love to hear on the podcast who I might not have heard of from your own country, then please, please, please feel free to get in touch and suggest them. I hope you're all keeping really well just now. It's a pretty tough time for a lot of us. I don't know what it's like in your country where you are in the world, but in the UK it's been, yeah, it's been a pretty tough old time. So after lots and lots and lots of thought over the last few weeks, I've decided that in today's Thinking Out Loud, I actually want to ask a question. Who looks after the people who look after the people? It is a real privilege in my work that I get to do that a lot. So um, the coaches look after the athletes, I get to support the coaches or I support the managers or the leaders or, or whoever. There are lots of people out there right now who are looking after people, teachers, healthcare professionals, parents, delivery drivers, and so on. They're out there looking after the people. So who's looking out for them? That's the question, I suppose, that I just want to kick around and and hopefully, I don't know, get some answers to, but maybe it'll be a useful provocation for for all of us. I'm going to do this in my standard way, which is by telling a story that I hope brings it to life for people. And I'm just going to touch on a few points just to help us to navigate our way through this. The first is about looking after ourselves before we start trying to help anybody else. The second is about our network. Who would bring you a stew in your hour of need? There's a story in there. I'll explain the story in a minute. The third is, what can we do to help others just now and in the future? I've got some helpful skills and ideas that you might be able to use the next time you're in this situation. I hope they're useful. They may not be, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay, here we go. So first theme, I suppose, is around put on your own oxygen mask first. So the story goes like this. A few years ago, I was doing some work with a coach. It was quite late in the evening. It was kind of half nine, quarter to ten. And I was reflecting upon this experience because we'd got into some stuff. Sometimes in my work, we'll need a few days after we've met to make sense of that and we come back together. And sometimes the coach just feels really ready and we do it there and then. And as a coach developer, I kind of need to just move with that. And I was reflecting upon this story with my uh, my supervisor, who uh, I don't mind saying at that time was a, a, a wonderful gentleman called Andrew Gillett. Some of you may know Andrew. And he was listening really, really carefully and not unkindly then asked me, he said, Doug, I notice that it was quite late in the evening by this point that you were tired because you'd been up early because you were jet lagged because you had flown back from another part of the world just a few days earlier. You'd had a difficult drive there because you told me that earlier on in our conversation and you had a long drive home. And therefore I'm wondering how competent you think you were to be having that conversation with that coach at that time and how well you were looking after yourself. I have paraphrased what he said, but that's roughly what he said to me. And uh, I sat back and was like, wow, yeah, you're completely right. I was tired. What what was I doing? 
Now, I was trying to meet the coach's needs is what I was trying to do. It came from a good place. But you need to put on your own oxygen mask first. You know, they always say that, and it's a bit of a cliche now almost, but how well was I doing that at that point? Well, probably not very well. And so it just, it sat with me. So that'd be my first thing to think about really is how are we looking after ourselves when things are tough? It's all well and good jumping in to help someone else, but are you in a good place to do that? In the mountaineering and paddle sport world and outdoor ed world, we talk a lot about this idea we wouldn't effect a rescue if we weren't safe and competent to do so. And if there was a risk of us also needing to be rescued or making the situation worse, confounding that situation. So that should absolutely apply elsewhere, not just in those environments. So it's just something I was thinking about, you know, is, you know, it's different what we're doing at the moment, but before we dive in to help somebody else, how are we looking after ourselves first? Second one, who's in our network? Who's around us? We talk a bit about critical friends on this podcast, which is a nice term. That's this idea of people who are definitely on your side, but they're also there and allowed to offer you feedback or ideas or tell you when you think you could do a bit better than you're currently doing. So we've got those people, but also the people who are going to support you. And so the the breadcrumb I left earlier, who's going to bring you a stew or macaroni cheese when you really need it? Just before we had children, friends of ours uh, had their little one just before us. And I went around one day with them um, with a stew or a casserole or something like that. Maybe just a couple of weeks into them having children. And um, the, the new mother, she still tells this story of, it was just like the, a really nice gesture. It wasn't that they necessarily needed food cooked for them, but that somebody else was thinking of you. And so it's maybe a bit of a metaphor. Who are those people around you? Um, I remember in antenatal classes, them asking that question. Who are those people that are going to bring you around a meal? Now, that might be more metaphorical right now rather than going around their house and so on. But who are those people out there that, that are going to do that? Could you return the favour? Could you be that person that reaches out and gets in touch with them? So that's the first part of looking after us. Who's in our network? Who's around us? And who are we in a network for as well? The next part is this idea of just looking out for others and how can we go about doing this? And that it can be a bit tricky sometimes because if we're in a difficult position and we just don't know what to do, we can almost say nothing. And, you know, of the many things that, that might make things worse, saying nothing is probably the thing that will make it the worst. I'm using a lot this idea of the two-word check-in. So if you want to call with someone, just say two words, how are you feeling right now? And, uh, in this country, that can be uh, nay bad or uh, okay or, you know, a variation on that or a bit rubbish. You might insert another word there. All sorts of things, but it's amazing what people come back with. It becomes a bit of a joke, but that two-word check-in, how are you feeling right now, that that might just be enough. And what we're trying to do is we're asking, how are you really? It's not just a platitude. It's how are you, how are you getting on? I don't know really what's going on for you. And so do that from a good place. Given my first thinking out loud was on empathy, you probably guessed I'm going to suggest that empathy might be important. We're trying to feel with people, not for them. We're not trying to solve their problem. We very rarely at the moment are able to solve a problem for somebody. What we're trying to do, I think, is we're just trying to hold space. We're trying to build connection. And it's also okay to not be perfect, to not get it right. So checking in with a guess, I get this feeling you're feeling a bit lost. Well, they might come back and say, no, you're, you're wrong. That's not how I feel at all. This idea of um, empathic accuracy, a few people have been chatting about recently, which I think is just a great term. Check in. I'm getting the feeling that, you'll know that's not right. Is it more like this? And, and just do that piece, which kind of moves into the next thing I wanted to chat about, this idea of, of labelling emotions. There's a great thing, just Google it, and the emotions wheel, which gives you lots of different words to describe maybe an emotion in a slightly different way. But I think... My experience has been particularly with working with young men and young women. Young men find this particularly hard. So can we support each other to get better at moving away from 
the traditional response, which is either I'm raging or I'm shut down. And one of those two things, and I talked a little bit about this in the last Thinking Out Loud episode, can we move towards something else? Can, can we get into the, the bit below that? Very often people say that they're hacked off or they're angry or they're annoyed. They're actually just hurt or not just hurt, they are hurt. And so that might then require us to create spaces where it's okay to vocalise that. So can we give them two or three words as a starter for 10? Can you describe it for me in three words? And in doing that, that's helping them to know that you're listening. It's also helping them to maybe make sense of it as well. So I think that thing that's really important. And the last thing I was going to throw in, this this idea came to me uh, very late in the day. I was chatting to um, my good friend Richard Cheatham, Cheats and I were talking, and this idea of bipods and tripods. So a tripod stands on three points, a bipod has two points. When I was younger, I remember thinking about this concept and thinking, as I was getting older, yeah, do you know, I'm a tripod, not a bipod. You know, I don't need other people to help me to stand up. I can stand up on my own kind of thing. And I kind of always held that as a bit of a badge of honour. And then as I've gone along, I realised now just how connected we are and how much richer our lives are for the gifts of others. And it's a bit sad to actually think you might be standing on your own all the time and doing things like that. So because of that, we may need to become that extra point of contact for others, those around us to help them from falling over. So think about that, that one as well, maybe. So back to the original question, who looks after the people who look after the people? And even who looks after the people who look after the people who look after the people? I'll stop there because you could just go on forever. And it's not very helpful, but it's it's an important question, right? I'd love you to get in touch with thoughts and ideas. I'm, as you can probably guess, working my way through this one. I'd love to start a conversation about how we can support each other as we move forward together. You know, obviously people across the world are in different places with this pandemic, but if you take nothing away from this nice, very much ramble, can I ask that you check in with one of your mates or your family? Maybe someone you haven't spoken to for a while. And that would be amazing. It would probably mean the world to them. To the world, you may be one person, but to one person, you may be the world. So just check in and see how people are getting on. Thank you so much for listening to this Thinking Out Loud episode. I hope you find it interesting, maybe even thought-provoking. Uh, sorry for the rambling. Um, yeah, this was... I was deliberately trying not to overscript it, so I hope that's that's okay. I was trying to just move as it felt right. I would love to know what you think, so feel free to get in touch on Twitter or Instagram. I'm at poscoachdev, LinkedIn, or by plain old email through my website, lacunalearning.co.uk, where you can also learn a wee bit more about my work or at doug at lacunalearning.co.uk, which I check fairly regularly. Feel free to suggest guests and topics for future podcasts, as I'm always open to good ideas. Please hit subscribe so that you don't miss out on any new episodes, and I just really look forward to hearing from you. If you enjoyed the pod, I would be so grateful if you want to buy me a coffee to help keep the podcast going, and you can find the link to all that on my podcast page. Thank you so much for listening to Learning Journeys podcast, and please stay safe, everyone. 